Welcome to the Live Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. Ah, so I've actually got a few snippets today. Um, the one, I went for a walk and there's this plant that kind of looks like, I guess, what wheat would look like growing in the field. There's like a thin stalk, but it's kind of like a long, like a tuft of like, imagine like a fox's tail, like a little animal sort of like fluffy tail. So you can kind of go over it in the one direction, but if you try and move in the other direction, you can't because there's like a friction. Now, the thing is that when I try to feel this with my hand, like I literally am squeezing, I can hardly feel it. It's just like the inside of my palm, the skin is quite like thickened and tough. But then... When I put it against my face, oh my God, it feels like amazing. It's just like soft and fluffy. Like if you imagine like a cute fluffy hamster or like a cute fluffy bunny, that's what it feels like on my face. And oh wow, so what I took away from this was what an incredible example of how we all experience things differently and to hold space for someone else's reality like someone being really sensitive about something that we don't even feel so for example like my in my own body my hand literally can hardly feel this thing but yet when I put it on my face or my neck or against my arm okay my arm less like my face and my neck a lot more I can definitely feel it but so much so that it is like a fluffy bunny but like when I put it over my hand and like that's exactly like it, that we can go through experiences or something for someone, we see a person responding in a certain situation to just open ourselves and have a capacity and a compassion for the fact that something can really be meaningful or hurtful or whatever it is. It's just like, and even with ourselves, there's days where we may have capacity to like really be sensitive and other days where you just you reach your limit and you can't like you can't actually feel or sense anything so on so many levels it's sort of such a beautiful beautiful metaphor and then this was also very cool so I started improv without having any context for what it is I just really wanted to get together with a group of adults who were willing to be playful and silly and just want to laugh and have fun and be ridiculous at times so I was thinking, okay, so charades, charades, it's kind of, not that I know how to play it well, but whenever I have, that's how I felt. It's childlike and a bit silly and goofy. And so then in the back of my mind, not actually taking any action on it yet, I was thinking of, okay, maybe I need to just try to find a group of people who are willing to do that. And then in the meantime, um, from following through on a commitment to put myself in more social environments on a regular basis without an expectation, but just to like commit to being more sociable, I go every Saturday morning to a particular group and walking the one day out and along the way with one of the people that attend, out pops in the conversation that her new roommate is improv um, teacher, guide, facilitator. She has a the uh, theatrical background and she has studied improv for therapeutic applications. So... Oh God, that sounds so serious. And she's written a book. 
So she said she does improv, like you can join once a week, a group, and she asked to commit for eight sessions. And I was like, not even worried, I don't know what it was. I was like, of course, let me just do this, because I remember when people used to ask me about yoga, I used to say, they want to go for like a trial lesson. Be like, folks, you cannot go for one trial lesson. You're not going to, like, the teacher talks about moving muscles and contracting things that, like, I can't even feel that part of me. Now you want me to, like, contract it or move it down or move it to the side. Like, you really need to commit to going for, like, a couple of months. So with the improv as well, I was like, it's okay. I don't actually need a definition. I don't need anything. The best learning is through experience itself. So I'm just going to, like, plunge in. And worst case scenario, it's not for me, but I'll have an absolute indication of what it is. And it's an exercise in being out of my comfort zone and just all of the delicious stuff. So I land up loving improv and I feel like the friend who introduced me is like the matchmaker who introduced me to this new love of my life. Um, just because it's so fun, it just ticked all the boxes. So there were many lessons here. Also about staying open. Because it wasn't really that I wanted charades. I didn't want a group of friends who play charades or strangers. I wanted to feel childlike and goofy and playful. I just thought that would give me that experience. But to just be open to life. Because by just jumping into improv, it's landed up giving me the thing that I was really after, not the thing itself. Which is that lesson as well. That when we want something, do we really want that thing? Or do we want how we think we're going to feel when we get that thing? Then I get a message that improv, she's doing an improv two-day workshop. But because I'm in Israel, weekend is Friday, Saturday. And because I work for an international company like outside of Israel, the work week is Monday to Friday. So I'm thinking, ooh, this is something I really think I'd use a, a leave day for. Now, improv is something that makes me feel youthful. So I go look at the calendar to check on the 16th of June that I've got enough time to give notice at work that I want to take the day off. And guess what? I get the South African public holidays. And 16th of June is Youth Day. Oh my God! I was like, wow. And then this is the last sort of like, wow, is, you know when this happens, when something like synchronous happens, magical like this. And then we're like, oh my God! And here's the, the thing. What if we lived where every single moment we knew that those synchronous moments are just reminders to the fact that actually every moment of life is one of those magical synchronous, oh my God! It's just like we're not always aware. So we go like, oh my God, when we see it. But to actually have it as reminders for the potential state that one could actually live and experience life from. It's like, oh my God, what's happening in every moment to make just your moment of experiencing breathing, walking, moving, sitting, eating, pooping, laughing, interacting, working on a computer. Like, wow. So, on that gloriously delicious note, precious soul, I'm going to leave and love you for today. And... Many moments of juicy, soulful, oh my god living until we meet again. Mwah.